Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to the Third Eye Awakening podcast, a show where we talk all about spiritual and psychic awakening, magic, the shift from 3D to 5D, star seeds, ascension, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, the universe, the multiverse, the Akashic records, all the good things. I am your host, Amy Belair, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Okay, let's do this. Welcome back, everyone. I am really excited to have a conversation with my guest, Amber Lee Lyons, today, the founder of Chakra Girl Co. We are going to be talking about all kinds of really, really cool things, multidimensionality, staying in higher dimensions of consciousness while being on earth, creating new high vibrational energetic pathways, soul mission ascension, all kinds of things. So welcome, Amber. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. And I, it was very funny that when we, your PR company, I guess, reached out to connect us and I had like just started following you too, or I had, you had like just come across my radar and I was like, that name sounds so familiar. And it happened like within the same week. And I was like, oh, crazy. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's an awesome synchronicity. <laughs> So can you start out by kind of telling us who you are, where you are in the world, and what brought you here in terms of your spiritual awakening journey? Yeah, so I started this journey probably about 15 years ago, and it was very slow. I, you know, I think like a lot of people started learning about spirituality and chakras and crystals because I was like a hot mess in my early 20s. And that really led me to learning about chakras and healing myself and realizing like, oh, I don't need to be like a certified Reiki person or certified crystal healer in order to heal myself or in order to heal other people. And I, I was like, why doesn't, why don't more people know about this? Like at this time, it was probably... 2012 like so quite a while ago where there wasn't really anyone who I felt that I resonated with doing this stuff and so I just decided I needed to be that person and I actually launched initially as a jewelry line and I was selling like crystal and gemstone jewelry and then I had so many people reaching out to me being like what chakra do I balance to start a business or what chakra do I balance to find my purpose? And so it kind of like morphed into this kind of like spiritual mentoring, business coaching kind of thing. And then as of last year, I completely like washed my hands of that and I made a retirement announcement (laughs) and I decided that I just wanted to be in creative mode. So I launched the Rituals by Chakra Girl app and just like took it back to basics. And it's funny because when I had the jewelry company, I actually had like a meditation that came with every piece. And now it's like, I've kind of gone back to the beginning and I'm launching a new jewelry company and I'm like focusing on these like rituals and these meditations in the app. So it's been like a full circle over like six years. But yeah, like I did the whole like, you know, successful business coach traveling the world thing. And now I'm, you know, and I was like living in a city center and all, you know, traveling every six weeks to LA for my podcast. And it was this, you know, big life, lots happening. And now 
you know, in 2020 there, that was definitely like more of a second awakening and really just like a, a homecoming of like realizing like what's actually important in life. And that's when I, you know, we decided to move to like a small town. We're now like just as of April moved to this really small golf community in like the mountains <laughs> and everything's just totally different. And it was like just a mass stripping away. And I feel like that's what so many people have felt in this kind of second wave of awakening that everyone's experienced in 2020. It's just been like a huge release. Yeah, like a, a really big reshuffling of priorities, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And just a release of the things that we thought were what made us happy or that we thought what made us interesting or fulfilled or aligned. And not that like those things are bad, but I think at this, like I'm in the phase right now of like, it's all stripped away. And now it's like, okay, where do I want to build now? Yeah. And so I, that's really cool to hear the way that your business has evolved. And I feel like we don't often, or I don't feel like I often hear that sort of story where, you know, you get, you get really successful in a certain area and like a businessy coaching kind of way. And then you're like, nah, then I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to, I'm ready to like, you know, go back to my, my first love. Yeah. And usually we hear like, oh, and I, then I went to the next level and then I went to that place. Exactly. And I think like what everyone's like, well, why, like, why did you retire? Like, what was it? I was like, okay, I have a third dimensional answer, a fourth dimensional, dimensional answer, and a fifth dimensional answer. My third dimensional answer is that I was jaded and like annoyed at people not doing the work. <laughs> My fourth dimensional answer was that I literally was going through like another awakening. And I felt like during that second awakening, it wasn't the business that kept me going and kept me ascending. It was the rituals. And I've always said, we're meant to share with the world the thing that changed our life the most. And there was a time where stepping into my purpose and my power and, you know, launching this business and, and, you know, traveling and all those things was the biggest shift in my life. But at the very foundation of that, the very root of that, it was my rituals and my practice and my ascension. So I, I almost felt like it would be a disservice if I wasn't focusing on that. And then the fifth dimensional answer was, is kind of similar to that. It's like to make, to make a bigger impact and that I'm not here to wake people up, but through doing these rituals, like it's going to eventually lead to you waking up even deeper. That's, that's amazing. And I would love to talk about that because I'm really, I'm in a similar place in so far as. I'm a very like clear cognizance and clairvoyance are my main gifts. And I'm yeah. a very information person. So yeah. like being a channel, receiving it and transmitting it is like kind of where it's at for me. But this year, ever since January, I've been feeling the very strong instructions that, okay, now though, it's time to like apply it. Like, mm -hmm. like almost the way that the instructions came through are like, it's time to go. Meaning like, okay, now we're actually like, what it feels like is actively consciously merging into our plasma light bodies through the application of these ascension processes. And we can't just like digest the information anymore. We have to do things. So yeah. tell me about what that looks like for you and, and yeah. your app too. Yeah. And I've been, I've been feeling that as well. Like I've been getting that same message for the last probably like six months where it's like, okay, you, it's not enough to know the things and teach the things and to like do the things as you're teaching them. It's like, for me, what that looks like, it's like, 
and I want to say daily, but it's probably not like definitely I'm doing daily rituals, but daily ascension work, like research and, you know, applying things to my life and be like, okay, if this is the download that I got today, how am I actually in each moment applying that with spiritual discipline in my life? And that for me has been like the last six months of like really applying it, which has left me with less time for work. So that was kind of where I was at too, where it's like, if I'm running the seven figure business, I'm not sitting there and reading different spiritual texts throughout the day because I've got other shit to do. So for me, it was like to be in creative mode where my job is to create and to share my experience and making that my job and making that my purpose. It's then now literally me doing my rituals is the fucking work. That is my work. And that is what that's my also my job like it's my inner work but it's also my job now whereas before it was it was really a lot more like strategy and business there always was a spiritual element to it of course but now that all of that has fallen away it got so much more intentionality behind it and it's it's become more of a mission but that being said like there's a lot of stuff that I'm not sharing. Like there's a lot of the inner work that I'm still sorting out. I'm not going to share it until I have like a really good grip on it. But I think, yeah, it's really just setting aside that like intentional space for spiritual growth. And then also having like the discernment and the spiritual integrity throughout the entire day and practicing it all. Yeah, that I love all of that. And I'm so curious as you're talking to like, Oh my gosh, you sound like you have a very strong soul mission. Do you do you resonate with being a star seed at all? 100%. Yes. Yeah. I, there's it's definitely and there's a lot. I, well, I've been told that I'm a little bit of everything, but Andromeda is like my number one. That's my jam. That's and totally what I was feeling. Like, I have okay. Andromeda and Pleiadian hybrid. So mainly Andromeda, little, little. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. That. I, I've actually never fully resonated with the Pleiadians. And I think it's because once I started connecting to them and it may have been a dark entity or something, but I still haven't sorted this out completely. But within a couple of months, I had like an emergency surgery and got had to get my appendix removed. And so I kind of like put up this like, no, no more Pleiadians. They're evil. <laughs> They're not for me. So I'm like, I, and then I kind of like came back to them and I felt again, like a very dark energy and I don't know what it was. And I know some people like love that, love their energy, but for me, it did not feel right unless there was a, some kind of something that was pretending to be a Palladian, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Cause that, yeah, I would be curious to know what, what that is, but I'm going to try to get derailed. I know. I, I I haven't been like brave enough to tiptoe around it and see what's going on. I want to keep my organs, okay? Um, but yeah, like, well, with Andromeda, I had never actually heard of it. Like I had heard, this was like years ago and I had only heard of Pleiadians. I was reading, what was I reading? Something Barbara Mersiniak, I think. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to like play around with this a little bit. And I had this like very strong energy come in that was like hey like I'm basically like we are the same like I'm a fragment of your soul and it was like this big blue muscular 
guy and I was like, where are you from? He was like, Andromeda. And I was like, never heard of that. That's not a thing. And then I Googled it. I'm like, oh shit, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> so that must be real. Um, so yeah, so then I said, so that I've always felt like a deep connection to. Cool. Yeah. That's amazing. So how do you, I mean, okay. If you, I'm just curious, if you connect with this, like you understand yourself as a spiritual being, you feel very mission oriented on earth. where are you in your journey in terms of like being able to navigate the realities of being, you know, a human here (laughs) and, and being like a a galactic or cosmic being as well? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, grounding is so important and that's part of like my daily practice is like doing the grounding work. And for me, like getting into nature, because like literally my my consciousness is like out there. Like it's, it's not in my body for the majority of the time. So I'm, and I, I don't want to say that I'm the best at this because I'm not like, and when I do ground, there's a part of me that's just like, wants to like escape back up there. (laughs) So this has been a part of my work. And one thing I've really been working on is setting foundations and creating like mini matrixes in my life. And I'm, I, I'm just really working with the law of like universal law of structure and, and, and it's, it's wild because when I do anchor in to that, like earth matrix, but like not the false matrix, obviously, like when I create my own little structures, it allows me to be a little bit untethered <laughs> and it, it allows me to like really flow within it rather than this kind of like scattered version of like always being in, in the upper realms. So it like gives me that anchor and I, I feel like I can flow more because I have those anchors, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. One of the people that I follow, the way she talks about it that I love is like the, that structure that divine masculine principle is yes. structure and it's like kind of what allows us to be in our divine feminine, but have that be exalted rather than being like a hot mess sprawled out on the floor with a bottle of wine exactly. crying about exactly. <laughs> that's me too sometimes but but no yeah and like for me like it's as simple as like a spreadsheet sometimes like if I have a spreadsheet of a plan for something then within that plan I can like move and grow and then the downloads come and like everything just like magically happens and I feel like lately like in the last two months especially it's become even more powerful like just having the intention of a structure has made the kind of like physical manifestations pour in so much more and I and I I always used to say like you know manifestation is not a seven-step process and I would and it still gets very like diluted in this online world right like it's kind of fluffy and whatever but there is something to be said about allowing our humanness to create a structure in it that allows our non-humanness to create and like bring the magic to it yeah absolutely and so okay hold on where do I want to go with this Cause there's so many things that you said that I want to talk about, like, for example, grounding. Yeah. So also I've been getting very similar information where it's kind of in the past. I thought of grounding as like grounding, boring, 
Yeah. Also very just in my field, not so much in my body. And yeah. I, like a really cool thing that I learned is that a, apparently like there, there is a guy named Donnie something rather, and he like really has studied our fields and he's like, some people just aren't meant to be in their body. That's yeah. not, it's not their happy place. Their field is where they're happiest, but yeah. they still need to be connected to this earth plane. Yeah. And I realized that like, we're, if we're not connected even deeper than our root chakra down into our earth star and even deeper than that, then we're missing out on tapping into like the literal resources of the organic. Yes, exactly. I was thinking about this this morning of like the, the outer chakras and how important those are because it's like if we're only connected to like the main seven then we're, and we don't feel super comfortable there, then we're not going to be as activated as we can be. But if we feel more comfortable outside of that space, we can really bring that energy in and like anchor it into the body. So one thing I've been practicing is 12D shielding where I'll, I'll, I mean, I've always been one to like anchor into the core of the earth every morning, just like energetically, but I've been doing it with this like 12d merkaba platinum light exercise and anchoring that in and then and then bringing that back up and like just really making sure that i'm syncing up with it and then doing the same thing to like the higher questions and then there's just kind of like this shield that goes over you as well so that i feel like has been really helpful and even just the intentionality around it like okay i want to be more connected to earth like i want so i've been like going for a hike and, and things like that and and even just thinking about it more like being more in tune with my cycle and like just those kind of like human earth things that we should be turning into which doesn't really come naturally to me like I see these people like you know crushing these herbs and you know doing all these like earth things and I'm like that ain't me <laughs> yeah I relate completely like I admire it so much and I just know that it's not my thing I know but I similarly, I, so my root chakra, like totally repatterned me because I went through a big autoimmune flare up, which required me to like totally overhaul my diet. Right. And it was very interesting when I realized like, oh, I have to like do these things. You know what yeah, I mean? I, like, I have in a body, I have to eat and I have to eat mindfully. I like, know. Very, very dialed into what my body needs, but it is that grounding element that Totally. I think you're being called to because as you said, like if we're only if we're only working on our main seven chakras, we're limiting how much we can access. There's like a an infinite wealth and gold mine within those seven chakras, but there are also the other transpersonal totally. being called into them. Yeah. And I think that like for people that I know, even for myself, even while I was teaching this stuff, I didn't teach the outer chakras for a long time because I was kind of teaching that more kind of like beginner girl. And I wasn't really even studying them, but they will drop in, but you need to understand them. And so, and obviously adding the intentionality around them is, is so important. So, so yeah, just doing that, that like upper and lower work has been definitely like the opening of consciousness, the opening of like more Christ consciousness. Like I was like, I like, wouldn't have even say like the word God, like two years ago. So, 
And then that was almost unintentional. And then I was like, okay, I get it. Christ consciousness in the ninth dimension. And then it like dropped in because I opened my outer chakras. So now it like makes sense. And I've been able to like be more intentional and like teach more about it. So yeah. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying is like, as I've continued to like see my own shifts and my own expansions, I've been able to like translate that into a way that's like more digestible for my audience and kind of like take them on that journey. Yeah. I would love to talk to you about your perception of the Christos consciousness and the opening of those higher dimensional portals and how, like how that information comes through to you, how you understand it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd still work for me. I actually like bought a Bible and I'm just like trying to like sort it all out. But for me, I, I feel like Christos consciousness is not just Jesus Christ. I feel like it's every ascended master. And I feel like we all have that energy as well. And that when it's awakened, we are just going to start being like more curious about it and start connecting to it more. And I think that traditional religion has led us to believe that like only special people have this energy and that's why you know we've been kind of we've been played a bit and so I think the work is going to be the trusting of our ability to to work with this energy and that's what I've really been working on as well and I've been seeing a lot definitely seeing a lot of shifts you know people saying oh the veil is thin like it is really fucking thin (laughs) things are coming through really really fast once I started opening that up but yeah I'm still I'm still a student in this and and still learning and I've I've just I think for me, like my intention and purpose around this right now is to just get people used to the concept. And that's what I've been like trying to like slowly do because a lot of people have such trauma around the word God, around Jesus. And I think just like adding light to that right now is important. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know like like, what your perception is on it and like how, where you're at in that journey. Yeah, well, I'm very similar to you. Like I I am definitely a, a student on this path or like I'm in the process of applying it and it's constant work. Yeah. But it's like, it's the, just the most beautiful thing to do. So I agree with you. I feel like the term Christ or Christos means anointed and it's not only applicable to the man that we know of as Jesus. It is applicable to all ascended consciousness that access that level of awareness wherein they can like be immersed in the illusion yeah of realm and see it for what it is yeah and therefore then the the holographic simulation has to respond to their level of lucidity rather than us responding to the holographic simulation yes and it's centered in a space of divine love in like where the heart is the bridge between heaven and earth so yeah we yeah. And, and it, yeah, it feels like it requires constant application and I'm not even close to having it anchored in, but, but I also know that perfection isn't required. It's just no. like the intention. Yeah. It's like, Oh, when I feel triggered, I can breathe into it. I don't have to push it away. I don't have to be afraid of it. I can explore it. Nothing bad is happening to me. Mm-hmm. Even when I perceive that something bad is happening, you yeah. know, yeah. There's, there's a deeper layer to understand it. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And just, and just recognizing our own power in it as well. Like Hmm. not giving away our power, feeling like, I don't know, I'm just so anti like spiritual hierarchy. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So it's like, I agree with having teachers, of course. And I also agree with like having a structure, like if someone is offering some kind of course or something that's going to allow you to, to work on your ascension and give you a container of time and space and a structure to actually do it. But at the end of the day, so many people give their power away in being like, this person is going to heal me. It's like, no, I'm not going to heal you. You're going to heal you by recognizing what's already inside of you. So I think that's like a big shift that's going on in this like on online world too. And I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like so many shifts are going on where we're, we're kind of in the new age spiritual community where we're seeing the false ceilings that have been yeah. put on, on that information for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, like, when you're kind of looking at the new age spiritual community, since this is also your area of work, do you also, are you seeing like some of those ceilings come down and seeing mm -hmm. things that even like you kind of believed in the past that you're like, oh, wait, that was, that was distorted or capped or limited in some way? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, see, I'm a big believer that everyone is playing at a different level and doing their best. I don't necessarily think that there's people, well, okay, sorry, I don't believe that. I believe that there are people in like the higher, like, you know, multi-million followers that are part of the matrix that are like telling false information. But like, I don't necessarily think that, like a lot of people are saying that like the spiritual community is infiltrated and then this person is infiltrated and this person's evil I can see it in their eyes and like I don't buy into that personally but I believe that there are people that are teaching different levels and the way that different people teach it is going to resonate with someone else and is everyone like a hundred percent right and accurate on everything no, because a lot of people still have trauma. I still have trauma. So I'm sure I'm teaching about things that I'm seeing through my lens that isn't necessarily 100% through like Christos lens of love. And so, so I feel like, but I feel like there's like this like attack going on and this like anger of people getting mad at each other for like not teaching at like the highest level possible. I'm like, okay, well, if I were teaching at the highest level possible, you know, this girl who just got out of fashion school, who's starting to dabble in spirituality, like I was 15 years ago, she's not going to listen to me if I'm up talking about that. And then she's going to have no one that she resonates with and she's not going to go on a journey at all. So it's like, I feel like I'm starting to be able to identify more that there are, and I don't want to say levels because I just feel like that's again, like a, like a hierarchy, but I just feel like there's different, I don't know, just different I don't know what the word would be, just different kind of like ways of providing information that are going to resonate with different people more. So, so yeah, I just, I, when I see this kind of back and forth, I'm like, what, like, aren't we all just like doing our best and like trying to help people? Like, <laughs> why the attack? I don't know if you see that as well. I've, I've seen it kind of, and I've kind of like, steered away from it deliberately yeah. just because I don't know and I don't ever like personally I don't want to like name drop or or do anything like that because I don't actually know I don't exactly. I have not if I have not had a conversation with that person and confirmed yeah. for myself that they are deliberately misleading people that I don't want to make that claim and but also I think that the reality is that people who are teaching in the kind of spiritual new age 
or truther or whatever online realm yeah. are just people. Yeah. So that means that we have unintegrated shadow yeah. and it it manifests in certain ways that, you know, we might, it's like in our blind spot. So there are some people that I can see where I'm like, I don't always feel like that person is in their highest integrity, but for all kinds, yeah. it's just, it's in their blind spot. They don't see what they're doing. Totally. Yeah. And I totally feel that too. Like there's certain people where I'm just like, oh, you're saying that from your own shadow. But I, like, but at the same time, it's like the work is to have compassion and honor where they're at. Right. So yeah. that's part of the journey too. Yeah. And, but in the new age community, I do see like looking back, I can kind of see where certain teachings it's almost like they weren't grounded deeply enough or something like that I don't know if that was hijacked like if it was a deliberate ceiling or if it just was what we were ready for but it feels like and maybe that's why both you and I and so many other people are probably getting the instructions to ground and to practice yeah to share the the processes yeah it's like, if it's not grounded, then we can't actually do that. I know. And so that's a, one thing I've been talking about a lot too, is like this kind of like, I'm in my feminine excuse to not move forward. Like, oh, I'm just like a little bit in my feminine. So yeah, I'll like, you know, in a few months, maybe I'll do it. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, are you, what are you afraid of? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think like, and in my feminine, I'm just going to like call in my riches by masturbating with my crypto wand and my yoni egg. And, exactly. And my stuff lingerie and I, all the yonis are going to come. <laughs> exactly. Or I'm, I'm just going to meditate on it. And I'm just like, okay, like, I just feel like the truth of feminine energy is that it's multifaceted it's like feminine energy is not lazy like I feel like I need to get that like I I feel like that's an Instagram quote there like feminine energy is not lazy and some people are like using their like laziness as a as and saying it's feminine energy like feminine energy is fierce she moves she is like she has that warrior energy and but like I said of course like having that masculine foundation is what allows her to be that way and if you don't have that like you said you're like chaotic and you your energy is drained because you're not tethered and then you're a puddle and like you can't do anything (laughs) yeah totally and I will also say that sometimes that is me and I'm definitely learning about the because I'm a very right-brained person too so I'm learning about the importance of that beautiful divine masculine structure that like holds us yeah well and so I've always said like so and I always thought and I think this is like a big kind of like I don't want to say like buzzword but like a big kind of like trend is like talking about the feminine and masculine energy but and I always used to falsely think like oh I'm so in my masculine because I'm always you know working really hard and like doing all these things and strategy and blah 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 but the masculine because the feminine wasn't integrated and I wasn't utilizing the masculine energy from a place of empowerment, I was using the like fight or flight masculine. And that's why I was like working so hard and getting so much done, but then that burns out the feminine. 
And so, and that burns out like the true masculine structure. So it was like, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, making a ton of money, doing really well, and then burning out. So that's been like such a journey for me of like learning how to go from this kind of like fight or flight, all or nothing, feast and famine. I don't want to say feast and famine because there was always money, but, <laughs> but this like, you know, these like big belts of work money output energetic output and then like major exhaustion now to being like okay my app is seven dollars and 99 cents a month and it's like slowly you know slowly getting more and more subscribers more and more subscribers and it's like a slow steady growth and to me that is a very masculine supportive like loving like masculine energy whereas before it was from this like frantic masculine energy that had no foundation and no structure but and if you think about like as a woman what do you want a man for you want him for support for structure for foundation for comfort you know and that's what they and for providing and like that's what that energy is supposed to be doing but we have that energy inside of us so like how how can we both create that like that providing that nurturing that structure that support for ourselves so that we can like slowly grow and and I don't, it doesn't have to be slow, but I mean, steady. I think steadily is probably the better word. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I get what you're saying. It's like incremental, which then becomes exponential. But yeah, exactly. It's sustainable versus exactly. that adrenaline fuel. Exactly. So that's really interesting. I think that's an amazing, amazing distinction to make. And I'm curious, do you feel like that was a trauma response to work that way? To work, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just felt like that was that was all I knew. That was that that to me, like I said, like that's what I thought masculine energy was, and I didn't understand that differentiation because I would, I still felt like, oh, I am providing, I'm supporting myself, I am, but it was through a non ground. It was a very non grounded masculine where it felt more grounded than my feminine, so I thought it was grounded but it still wasn't grounded. And that's, I, I had this reading in, when was it? This like Akashic reading, I can't remember when it was, but she basically said like, and, and she put it into words so beautifully. She's like, you need to like lay the pipes. She's like, you, you're living in like this house, but there's no plumbing. So it's like, you need to like set up all the pipes underneath it so you can actually like thrive in this house. And I'm like, that's exactly it. So that's why for me, it was like, okay, I need to tear everything down and rebuild the foundation. And then now from there, it's like, I can do anything from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's amazing guidance to receive because when you're talking about it, and I think this applies to so many of us whether we're entrepreneurs or not, it doesn't matter. We just, you know, we're all healing the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine. And I, I can think of the ways that it applies to me, but as you were talking about it, I was like, oh yeah, if you're always functioning, like when we're in that state of hustle and working from that adrenaline fueled flight, fight, freeze kind of yeah. response, what that is, is operating from like a, a survival so it's exactly. it tapped into it is the masculine but it's tapped into wounded fear of it running out right yeah exactly. i have to keep you have to keep going you have to keep the adrenaline pumping and rather than living off of like you know balance and homeostasis in our energy field it's living off of adrenaline yeah and taxing our whole entire system totally yeah 
That's a, that's an amazing distinction. And so is that what kind of, that's what kind of led you into examining the universal laws and coming into the application of the universal law of structure? Yeah. Well, I was studying the universal laws and I didn't realize that structure was one of them. And when I found that, I was like, duh, I think we're like, and it's an obvious thing, right? And for some people that probably comes natural, but for me, it just, it, again, like it allowed my human linear brain to understand like this, the quantum possibilities and like the quantum manifestations that can come from that. But it's like, I almost needed to like see it written out that it kind of was kind of the summation of everything that I was feeling and everything that I was lacking. And so once I implemented that into like so many different areas of my life, then that's when, you know, everything quantumly has started, you know, really happening for me again. And it's been really, really powerful. That's so exciting. And for all you listeners, we are going to, we're going to do a little bonus special episode to share on Patreon if you're a subscriber about the universal laws, because to me, as you're talking about it, like I'm so excited to hear about them because I can see the way that like it, in the quantum field, it's it's just this soup of probability. Yeah. Apply the laws, you give that soup something to turn into. Exactly. But, but in, when you do it that way, it's much more aligned than mm-hmm. it is if you're trying to like do it from the 3D way, which is like taking the linear steps and pushing to make things happen. Yes, exactly. And I think even just the, even just understanding them, like that alone is going to like illuminate some things. And then applying them as we talked about, like the message coming through to like do the work, but it's not necessarily from a linear place. It's more from like an acute awareness of like in the moment, recognizing like, again, like, like love, like the laws, like consent, for example. So something happens and you're like, I'm scared my freedom being taken away. Oh my God. But then it's like, if you implement oh yeah law of consent I'm good (laughs) you know it's like just remembering in those like split moments and bringing yourself back to that anchor of truth and I do believe that the universal laws are like absolute truths so that alone allows us to feel grounded and anchored and it's not for you and I who kind of have more of the like head in the higher dimensions like it can uh, it can bring us right back down so that's been super supportive for me yeah, so exciting. Yeah. And then I would love to also hear about creating your perspective on creating new high vibrational energetic pathways. Are you talking about like timelines and, and sort of like manifesting new timelines? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I mean, healing past timelines is like number one, <laughs> but like the law, like, so we talk a lot about like the law of cause and effect the law of suggestion and like when it comes to creating new timelines it's literally like there's like the triangle of manifestation right there's consciousness space and time so you know creating the conscious the conscious conception of it and then bringing it into and bringing into space and time like when we when we look at it from that kind of like linear law type of way it's actually quite easy so and then we have that we add the structure to it and it's I don't know I just am finding it so much more 
easy to wrap my brain around these concepts rather than just being like, oh, okay, so I can just make what I think, you know, <laughs> it like, it gives it that, that weight. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And then as we're wrapping up, I would love for you to share more about your, your app and like what people can find. I've been checking it out. It's really beautiful, but what people can find, I feel like it's a really powerful tool for somebody who it looks to me like at any point on your spiritual awakening journey, like there's advanced stuff and there's kind of like going back to basics. Totally. Yeah. And I, it really is for anyone, but at the same time, it's like, I still go back to basics. Sometimes it's like, okay, my sacral chakra is feeling off. I'm going to do a little sacral chakra meditation. I don't necessarily need to be like traveling to the 12th dimension every single day. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's good because it's separated by different categories. You can look, okay, what do I want to manifest? And then there's like a specific like abundance manifestation section. You can search by how much time you have. You can search by, you know, different chakras. You can search different types of advanced rituals. So it's something that you can just keep in your toolkit because I know for, for myself, I'll like find a ritual and then I'll like do the same thing over and over again. And sometimes even to just think of like, okay, what should I do next? Sometimes it just doesn't come through right away. So just to kind of have this at your fingertips and it's almost like can be used like an Oracle too, like just like flip around and, you know, click and see what comes up. And yeah, there's really something for, for everything, everything you want to manifest, anything you want to feel, anything you want to release. Of course, there's a lot of like shadow work and all of that as well. So, and yeah, like I said, like we've been talking a lot about foundation and at the end of that, like consistent consistent rituals are what create quantum expansion so it's really that foundation that like number one thing of okay have I checked in with my higher self today have I done the work on my mind body soul energy today and when we're doing that consistently it's just like eating healthy right like this is like your this is your health food <laughs> yeah cool yeah. that's so cool that must have been quite quite a project to develop that yeah yeah it was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't because they did everything, but like the videos alone, like for me, I kept, I just kept like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then they're like, oh, we're done the development of the app early. And I was like, I have no videos. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I need to sort this out. And I just like bang them all out. And yeah, I just like add new ones every week. We just did actually a 14 day challenge on the universal laws and yeah, there's like new rituals dropping every single week. And now it's nice because it is like little bite bite size. Like, so I'll record like one day every three weeks or something. And then I'll just kind of like slowly drip everything out. And it's, it just allows me to be, like I said, in that creative space. And it's like, I'm sharing the rituals that I'm doing or the rituals that I did in my past that changed my life. And yeah, it's like, it just gives us that space and that kind of container to do the work that we may have been putting off or the things that we, you know, want to work on, but we didn't really know exactly how to do it. You know, okay, I really want to work on my throat chakra, but you don't know exactly what you need to do. So it's like, it just really gives you that toolkit. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like it's, it just gives us somewhere to start. Cause I agree a lot of times just sort of like, I know I want to do this, but I, I, life is so complicated already that I just need like, I need somebody to show me how to do it. I need exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like it, rem it removes the guesswork and it removes the like 
I don't know, almost just like the time, like the, for me, like as someone who has a business and I'm sure you're the same way, like the idea of having to make another decision, like if my husband asked me what's for dinner, I'm like, I can't, like, I can't, <laughs> my brain can't do that right now. So it just releases the the decision part, which is nice. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. and you have another, you have a podcast too, right? Yes. Yeah. Chakra Girl Radio. We've been around since like 2018 now. And yeah, it's been really fun to watch it evolve. It used to be a little bit more like poppy, kind of like celebrity driven. We were having like reality TV stars on and stuff like that. And, but it was always about, okay, what are the spiritual rituals that led to your ascension that led to your abundance that, you know, what are the, what are the hacks? Like, tell us how you got to where you are spiritually. And now it's definitely gone so much deeper and it's really like evolved with the audience. And we still, we like to mix it up. Like sometimes it's more like nutrition based. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's, you know, about past lives. Like there's all kinds of different topics, which is really fun and keeps it dynamic. But yeah, it's just like, oh yeah. And we go into like all like the, you know, 4D conspiracies too, because that's just fun. And <laughs> And yeah, it's I love it. It's a great time. What's your favorite 40 conspiracy? Oh my gosh. Well, oh my God, there's so many. I love them all. Well, right now, like I'm just obsessed with like the whole, like reading into the whole like fake food propaganda and like the like eating bugs and beyond meat and all of that and how like red, like how many like nutrients are actually in red meat and how it's been like demonized and all these things. So that's, that's an interesting one for me. I actually had a guy on my podcast, Dr. Anthony Chafee, and he's like far on it, but he did, he practices like the carnivore diet. And so I love to just have like opposites. Like, so I'll have someone like that on, it's talking about like eat only meat. And then someone who's like, this is why you should be plant-based. <laughs> and I like to like, just kind of pick them apart and be like, well, this person said this, like, what do you, what's your take on that? And then to just give people the information and have them kind of come up with their own kind of like conclusion or like what works best for them. So I don't shy away from, you know, asking people what's up. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. And I'm totally going to have to listen to that yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. But that's a perfect example, actually, of like, I was kind of struggling to think of an example of the new age, like, I don't know, false things, but that is one of them where on one hand, I feel like it's perpetuated very instantly. And on the other hand, I feel like there is like an under, uh, underhanded kind of nefarious underlining to it. The idea that in order to facilitate your spiritual ascension, you need to go plant-based. Yeah. Which is like, uh, on one hand, I totally, I feel like I get it. Like when I tap into higher dimensional realms and like, yeah, we eat less there. We have plasma light bodies. Yes. We're eating like very light filled things. Totally. So I can see how we get to this place where we're like propagating the idea that plant-based or, or like total veganism is the way to spiritual expansion. Yeah. But I can also see that like, like my body, for example, with my autoimmune situation, I have to eat meat. I have yeah. to eat meat. It's like the cornerstone of my diet. I've yeah. never felt healthier. never felt like a clearer channel. So I'm like, exactly. okay, there's definitely something. I know. Well, and then if we look at like who owns <laughs> there is in Beyond Meat and like all of those things, it's 
and just like looking at like the whole agenda in general, it's, yeah. I mean, there's so many layers to it and I don't think we'll ever know, but like, damn, it's more fun than like watching TV to read into this. <laughs> like, real life is way more interesting than the shit they're putting out in Hollywood. <laughs> Especially these days. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like I used to be at a place where like this stuff would stress me out and I'd be like, oh my God, like they're gonna like, they're coming for us. Like, and I was like really in this place of fear around it. But it's like the more I understand and then the more I understand the spiritual laws, I'm like, oh, right. I'm anointed. They can't touch me. We're good. Right. <laughs> totally. The law of consent, right? Like, exactly. I'm yeah. every consent. Yeah, exactly. You're not in my field. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been such a beautiful conversation. Yeah. And we're going to end this main conversation portion. And we're going to go deeper into those universal laws and how, what they are and how to apply them. So if you want to hear that awesome conversation and be schooled by Amberly, then join us on Patreon. But otherwise, thank you so much, Amber, for this portion of the conversation. It was wonderful. And thank you, beautiful listeners. Oh, wait, I have to ask, where can they find you? I mean, you have your app, yes. you have your podcast, but where else? So Instagram is Chakra Girl Co. The app is Rituals by Chakra Girl, and you can find it all the places. And if you would like a free month, you can put in coupon code podcast and get a free month. Cool. It's where it's definitely it's a beautiful app. I highly I've been playing around with it for a few days, and I highly highly recommend it to anybody that's looking for a way that is affordable to apply these kind of like spiritual concepts in your life. It's very beautifully laid out, a very functional interface. So definitely 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom today. And thank you, beautiful listeners for joining us in this conversation. I love you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I'll catch you over on Patreon or on the next episode. Whether you are just starting out on your spiritual awakening journey or you're ready to dive deep into activating your psychic gifts, I have a complete store ready for you to learn all the things that you are looking for answers to. I have light codes to upgrade and calibrate your consciousness. I have a class on the first 13 dimensions, a class on dark entities, a class on the human ego from a multidimensional perspective and powerful modules and bundles on psychic activation with more classes and courses being added all the time. In fact, I just added three classes about the Christlight frequency and the holographic field that have been selling like wildfire. And I get a ton of messages from people who appreciate this content. I truly love to serve you all. And I do my best to translate all the downloads and transmissions I receive from the Akashic Records into this library of information for you. You can find it all at amybelair.com slash store. Enjoy.